Hello, boxing fans around the world. Welcome once again to Talk and Fight at another episode featuring Christian from the Friday Night Panel and his ongoing exploration of boxing at the Tokyo Olympics scheduled for this July. What do you have for us, Christian? Uh, well, Graham, uh, over the weekend, a couple of things going on here. So we start off with the games themselves, and IOC President Thomas Bach has now canceled the trip to Japan due to the co due to surging cases of the COVID-19 in the country. The Tokyo Olympic Organizing Committee said on uh, just today in a statement. So Bach was set to visit Hiroshima next Monday, as well as meet the torch relay there, and then probably travel on to Tokyo from there. Organizing Committee President Seiko Hashimoto said last week that the trip would be, quote, tough for Bach to make, which was interpreted in Japan as meeting it was canceled. So the trip was made impossible because of the state of emergency in Tokyo, as well as other parts of the country, notably Osaka, that has been now been extended until the 31st of May. The state of emergency was supposed to have ended tomorrow originally, before it was extended. The statement said that Bach's visit would be made as soon as possible, as soon as it was safe to do so. Now, this postponement, as you guys are going to know, is a bit of an embarrassment to the IOC and local organizers. Uh, with the Olympics opening in just a little over 10 weeks now, organizers in the IOC have repeatedly said that the Olympics will not have to be canceled and that it will be, quote, safe and secure. So Japan has so far attributed about 11,000 deaths to COVID-19. Now, that's better than a lot of countries, but still poor uh, uh, by the standards of their neighbors. Uh, variants of the virus are spreading within uh, reports from the public health system, as well as the actual hospital system is coming under a lot of pressure. Public sentiment in Japan continues to run against holding the Olympics in the middle of this pandemic, with between 60 to 80 percent of Japanese people polled saying that they believe that the Olympics should be at this point be either cancelled outright or minimally postponed. An online petition calling for the Games to be cancelled gained about 300,000 signatures within three days. Uh, and although a small protest against the Olympics uh, was uh, scheduled for Tokyo on Sunday, it only ended up drawing about 100 people. Also on Monday, Japan's Kyoto News Agency reported that uh, the Hyogo Prefecture will be taking the torch relay off public streets. So this is going to be at least the fifth time now that the torch has been rerouted since the 25th of March when they first uh, began in northeastern Japan. So again, a bit of an embarrassment for uh, for Bach uh, not being allowed to travel into Japan, uh, you know, so close to the games after telling everyone just how safe it's all going to be. So. As always, guys, we're going to keep an eye on this, and uh, we'll let you know as things hopefully don't progress. You know, we're going to hope that these stories do slow down as we move on. But getting back into boxing a little bit here, and uh, continue on with the story that we've been following here, the International Boxing Association, AIBA, you guys know, has launched has now launched an independent investigation following the death of Rashida Swiset of Jordan during a recent AIBA Youth World Championship in Poland. So the governing body uh, has said that the independent process will investigate and review the circumstances of his participation in the, in the championships, his injury, his treatment, and protocols followed on that particular occasion. AIBA has said in a statement that its internal reviews have now been concluded and that the governing body's protocols were properly followed after an assessment of all the information that is currently available. The wider investigation, now this is going to be with independent expertise, will consider all available materials, including uh, those of public authorities, according to AIBA. 
uh, terms of reference are expected to be uh, announced in the coming in the coming days. So El Swiset died on April 26 at the age of just 19. He had been admitted to hospital 11 days prior after collapsing during the third round of the under 81 kilogram contest with Anton Vinogradov of Estonia at the World Championships being held in Poland. Al Swiset did undergo uh, brain surgery at the hospital, uh, emergency surgery directly after that fight. Now, the AIBA said in a statement, released in a statement saying deaths in boxing are extremely rare and AIBA is determined to ensure that the circumstances of this tragedy are fully and completely clarified and that any and all lessons are learned in order to maintain total commitment to the well-being of boxers. AIBA will continue to do everything that it can to support Rashid's family, friends and teammates at this immensely difficult time. The Jordan, uh, the Jordan Olympic Committee uh, last month wrote to the country's Boxing Federation in order to uh, request information on the procedures implemented at the event where this all took place. The Jordan Olympic Committee uh, sought information from the Jordan Boxing Federation, AIBA, as well as local organizers. So with this new investigation being launched, Graham, it kind of sounds to me like this is, keep in mind, this is on the tail end of the story that we covered just on Friday, where the Jordanian uh, Youth uh, Committee uh, Boxing has been disbanded, so the Jordanian Amateur Boxing Association has been disbanded following the resignation of a bunch of their board of directors, putting um, an ad hoc committee together to administer boxing in Jordan is currently being done by the Jordanian Olympic Committee. So this almost sounds to me, and these are the same people now who are going to be taking over the investigation initially into Rashid al Swisset's death. So it almost sounds to me like there's a bit of a, of a lack of faith in this investigation coming on the point of uh, the AIPA, because all of a sudden the people who were handling this investigation all just resigned at the same time. And we have a whole new set of people coming in, including people that are pretty high up in the government and the uh, and the royal family, the Jordanian royal family. So there's a lot of pressure, I think, internally to keep this very quiet and to be able to just kind of sweep this under the carpet. So the fact that the AIBA is launching their own independent investigation uh, outside of their internal reviews and outside of what the Jordanian Olympic Committee is doing, I think is a great thing that we're going to be hopefully get a little bit of transparency that we wouldn't necessarily have otherwise seen. My thoughts on my two cents on that one. Into happier news, though. Into happier news, Graham. So recently, as you guys know, in Czech Republic, there's a tournament going on. Uh, the the Grand Prix, the Usti Nadlebem tournament, which, pardon me, my Czech is atrocious. I happen to have the uh, results of that tournament here. And the big story for as far as the uh, the podiums, the medals go, Mongolians. Uh, the Mongolians took home a total of eight medals from that tournament. Uh, now, the, outside of that, the golds were pretty evenly distributed here. Uh, Mongolia, Italy, France, Poland, and Spain all brought home uh, a pair of gold medals, with Jordan, Czech Republic, and Netherlands each bringing home one of their own. So we saw this distributed over a few people. Unfortunately, absent from the top of the podium, uh, we, didn't, we didn't hear God save the Queen at the end at any point in this tournament as I'm sure Carl at last bell already knows. But that being said, uh, you know, Karis Argenstahl and Lauren Price uh, both competed in this tournament and have now returned uh, from that uh, event in the Czech Republic with a silver and a, and a bronze medal, respectively. 
So on her return to competitive action after more than 18 months out, Ardingstall won all three of her belts in the featherweight competition. Now, she was withdrawn, though, from the final as a precaution, as a health precaution, and finished the tournament unbeaten with a silver medal. So could she have, could she have topped the tournament? Probably. Was she given the chance to? It was decided that we're going to save her talents minimally for Paris and then on for Tokyo by the sounds of it. So middleweight, though, Price uh, was able to secure a bronze medal after narrowly losing out on a 4-1 split decision to what they're calling her arch rival at this point in time and world number two, Nuchka Fontyen of Holland. And that was in the semifinal bout. That's going to be one to watch out for. That that uh, The pair of them, I'd like to see them go at it again. And I think we might get that chance uh, either in Paris, depending on how the draws go. And if not in Paris, I think we're going to see both of those two very close to the finals in Tokyo itself. And they'll be, they'll, that'll be about to watch out for. So it was Price's second tournament of the year following her recent outing to Hungary's Box Guy tournament. Uh, that was back in May, as you guys obviously know, where she brought home a silver. So the pair will now return to Great Britain the Boxing Training Center in Sheffield, where they will continue to prepare for the, with the rest of the squad for the forthcoming Olympic qualifiers, theoretically due to be held in Paris from the 4th to 8th of June assuming all goes to plan, which nothing has so far, so we'll see what happens. All 12 of the boxers that are uh, due to compete in Paris have successfully returned to competition. That's all 12 of the boxers on uh, Great Britain's boxing team, I should clarify there, uh, have returned to competition successfully in 2021, following then enforced layoff period due to the coronavirus outbreak. A group of eight boxers brought home seven medals from Box Guy Tournament in February. In April, a team of 11 from Great that Belgrade Winter Tournament in Serbia. Uh, so adding the performances of Price and Arkansas in the Czech Republic means that the men and women from Great Britain's boxing squad have so far secured 19 medals at three competitions since returning uh, back to action this year. So obviously a very strong start, even though we didn't see uh, didn't see either Price or Arkansas at the top of the podium at this particular tournament. You know, our friends across the pond have been making a pretty concerted effort to uh, make their presence felt at these international tournaments in the run-up to the Olympics. But again, no golds this time. I have two takeaways on that. Realistically speaking, practice makes perfect. And I'm happy to hear that there's no uh, COVID mentioned in that last story with respect to the Czech Republic holding that tournament. So I uh, know it, it wasn't said why they, they pulled uh, Arningstall out, but it was just as a health precaution, but it was not at no point in time did anyone say that she either had tested for COVID or was a close contact for anyone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. And if any, so it may have been just a strained muscle or just some fatigue. And they said, you know, what? we don't need to push you through at the end of this tournament because we do have bigger fish to fry coming up very soon. So it may have just been uh, a matter of just, you know, preserving her strength and her abilities for Paris and then on to Tokyo. No point in pushing her at this point in time. But it's good to see. I mean, quite frankly, those those countries that you listed off, uh, good to see the competition is healthy for our uh, British boxers, our friends over there who are supporting uh, not only the boxing contingent, but our show uh, by chiming in quite regularly uh, about how great their boxers are. And so I'm, I'm having to wonder to myself, are they saving it for the Olympics? Just uh, dancing around the ring? Well, it depends it on really who you're looking. Well, it's hard to say because look, look who you're looking at here. So the Mongolians, for example, um, who brought home eight medals, uh, you know, two silver, four gold, and right. then a couple of bronzes there. So 
their team, whoever's going to Tokyo, has already qualified. That Asia Oceania qualifier took place back in actually it took place in 2020. So we've already known who's going to be competing for them. So are they saving themselves? No, this is a run up for them. They don't have that you know, that big tournament coming up where they've got Paris, right? So at right. this point in time, this is this is right. about keeping them in shape. Uh, but because they've already punched those tickets, they can maybe go a little harder because they can also put in a little bit more recovery time because they don't have to worry about a big tournament in June. So are they dancing around now? They're not dancing around, but they're, uh, you know, they definitely everybody at these tournaments has an eye to the future at this point in time because it does you no good to be a contender, especially if you're ranked and expected to do well in podium at the Olympics for you to go and, you know, blow out your shoulder or something like, you know, catch a concussion a month out from the Olympics or two months out from the Olympics, I should say. Was this the tournament that Big T's son uh, was uh, scheduled to fight at? No, 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 no. Uh, the team, that was the last tournament that uh, we just saw. That was that was the one before this uh, where uh, Ben Whitaker right. was fighting him and brought home uh, Britain's only gold uh, from that tournament, I might add. But no, this this one the only the only people from uh, Great Britain's boxing squad was uh, Karis Ardingstall and uh, Lauren Price were the, of Wales were the only uh, ones fighting at this particular tournament for Great Britain. Mm, got it. Well, thanks very much, Christian. Appreciate the update. Appreciate the news. Uh, good to hear it's not all bad. Um, are there any other no, tournaments? Successful, uh... successful tournament with no with no COVID outbreaks. <laughs> exactly. um, you're going to see stuff in Europe. You're going to see regional stuff going on. Uh, but you're not going to see anything huge coming out over the last little while, just because, again, we've got, uh, at least for the Europeans, just because we're coming in now in a couple of weeks out from the European qualifier. We're halfway right. through May, and that starts on the 4th of June. So you're yeah. going to see uh, everyone kind of, at least for our European friends, I mean, pretty much everyone's going to be returning to training camp at this point in time. <laughs> oh, Carl, yes. they just about killed me on Friday night. Okay, I had no idea what these guys were talking about, and I couldn't get three words in without Mike and Graham just about <laughs> wetting themselves laughing. So, I don't have a copy of that, but you'll have to go back and watch the episode if you want to see that one. I think. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty well blowing up right now. Um, yep, yeah, it's been a long time since I. Uh, in front of the camera, lost my noodles like the way I did on that particular show. It was a lot of, lot of fun, but uh, you know, <laughs> it happens. Oh god! Okay, don't get me started. Just the, the visuals too much. All right, thanks very much, Christian. Appreciate it, and we'll see you tomorrow. We'll check in with you tomorrow. If our producer wakes up. Yeah. If not, we might still be here till tomorrow. Hard to say. <laughs> he's probably he's probably looking for the video right now. Uh, yeah. The uh, just so everyone knows, uh, we were talking about the movie Kingpin on Friday, and there's this there's a fight scene in that particular movie. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, don't get me started. Before we send Graham off the deep end again, uh, and I know this isn't strictly Olympics until we get our producer back here. We're kind of stuck right. here on air. Did did you watch the Alvarez fight? I lost my internet on Saturday night. Unbelievably. Unbelievably. I was watching the... Uh, I thought they had watching... been doing some work in your neighborhood. Yeah, okay. 
I was I was watching the zone. I was watching um, oh, the two Japanese fighters, uh, Soto and any anyway. So right smack in the middle of that, these two guys are going at it. Boof! The whole house goes boof, and so we lost our internet. And uh, when, it, when it finally came back on, it was over. So I had to go to YouTube and find out who won. Had to watch it but, with everyone else. Okay. But Thoughts on the stoppage? It, it, well, to be clear, uh, Saunders uh, had his orbital bone broken, so he didn't quit. I mean, if a medical professional is telling you it's inadvisable uh, to go back into the ring and get smashed again, uh, you know, is that quitting or being, you know, taking sound advice and saying, yeah, I better save my eye, you know? I, I hope. I oh, hope. It's certainly, the prudent advice. It's just you don't often see that, especially because in the in the ring, these guys are going to have adrenaline going and everything else. They don't necessarily feel the injury that they're that they've sustained right away. So it's kind of hard to take that moment and go, okay, the rational thing to do is to back away from Canelo Alvarez because he's wanted this fight for so long, and this, you know, obviously this would have been huge for Saunders if he had taken Alvarez. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in the comments that I'm seeing online saying that Saunders quit. I mean, seriously, when someone breaks your orbital bone, that's a pretty serious injury. And uh, he's going to need some recovery time, to be blunt. Uh, I hope he comes back. I hope he gets another shot. Uh, but it looks like Caleb Plant is next in line for uh, Canelo Alvarez, as far as I can tell. I know we're just supposed well, to be talking Alvarez about the Olympics. Sitting, I know Alvarez isn't going to be sitting around waiting for uh, Saunders to get better, though, for a rematch. He's got to keep moving with his career as well. Correct. 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 What's that? Let's take a. There you go. All right, guys, we're going to try at least attempt to sign off here. Our producer's back. Uh, yeah, I, I'm uh, hoping. Because <laughs> we're getting away happened. from. There we go. He's back there. So <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll leave the rest of the Alvarez fight and everything else to Big Mike at four, and he can uh, he can chime in with that. Uh, thanks for sticking with us, uh, guys. Over at Last Bell, uh, Carl and Ray. It's good to uh, good to see you on board here as well, and uh, we will talk again.